0: It's Monday, September 25th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today we're talking about a fintech unicorn needing a UK banking license to sustain its growth. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. For the second time, Revolut, the jewel of UK's fintech crown, will fail to file its annual accounts on time. It's not a good look. Since it launched in 2015, Revolut has grown quickly to 6,000 staff and 25 million customers. In pursuit of a one app, all things money vision, it has expanded its product suite aggressively too, pushing into services like crypto trading and international money transfer and earning the Neobank moniker. In 2021, Revolut secured a $33 billion valuation, and earlier this year, it announced its first ever year of profitability. But it has suffered a host of unflattering setbacks too, from an exodus of executives to late financials, costly cyber incidents, and reports of high staff turnover and unhealthy work climate, published in Wired. When Revolut eventually filed its last set of accounts in March, six months late, there was a catch. Its auditor, BDO, could not verify with certainty three-quarters of its revenues – £476.9 million, pounds, or $591.6 million, because of problems with its IT practices. Another delayed financial audit was the last thing it needed. Though Revolut declined to comment on the record, it has reportedly attributed the delay to a lag in its audit process caused by the lateness of the previous set of accounts. That sounds like a weak excuse, says Shaw David a former banker, fintech executive, and advisor to the UK government. Revolut has had a long series of own goals, and the latest delay is just another one. Word that Revolut will miss its deadline will cause tongues to wag all over again, says Simon Jacques, a veteran banker previously of Standard Chartered and Citibank. And speculation about disorder at Revolut, he says, could be bad for business. For more than two years, the firm has attempted to convince the Prudential Regulatory Authority, or PRA, the body that supervises UK banks, that it's worthy of a UK banking license. A license would allow Revolut to expand beyond low-margin money transmission services into lending products like mortgages, credit cards, and business loans. It would also be able to offer customers regulator-insured deposits like the banks do. Without a UK banking license, says Ruth Vonhofer, an author and fintech consultant who helped negotiate the terms of the EU payments legislation that opened the door to fintechs like Revolut. The company would have to completely rethink its growth strategy. There would be a whole ecosystem of financial products the firm wouldn't be able to offer, she says. Basically, you're not participating in the real action. Under a separate license issued by the Bank of Lithuania, Revolut is able to operate as a bank within the EU and currently provides banking services to 28 EU countries. But the UK is by far the largest market, and a UK banking license, seen as a gold standard worldwide, would open doors to new territories like Australia and the US. It's a crucial piece of the puzzle, but one that might depend on Revolut's ability to better project the sense that its house is in order. The second audit delay is not reason in itself for the application to be rejected, says Mick McAteer, a former board member of the Financial Conduct Authority, or FCA, the UK's top finance regulator, which will assist the PRA in deciding whether to award a license. Some experts, like Jacques, say the general sentiment and feeling around the company will have nothing to do with the decision. It's about measurables, he says, like capital adequacy, liquid assets, and stress testing. But others believe the soft data, qualitative observations about the stability and competence of the firm will be taken into account. Naturally, there must be a level of intangibles that have an impact on the regulators. It's not a scientific process. All of this data gets fed in, Bonhoeffer says. Another delay of accounts is part of a body of evidence that may cause a swing toward not approving the application, she says. It makes things incrementally more difficult for Revolut. The regulator will not make an arbitrary decision based on some ill-defined feeling about the firm, but you cannot ignore softer elements, she says. You'd expect a fair judgment of all these variables. The PRA and FCA declined to comment. The implications of a rejection would be serious, says David. Not only would Revolut struggle to raise capital at its peak valuation, which was likely pegged to the ability to lend in its largest market, he says, but potentially to obtain banking licenses in other jurisdictions too. If the UK regulator says it cannot trust Revolut with a banking license, he says, other regulators will ask themselves whether they want to be the one to give the thumbs up. Make sure to check out our other Wired Podcasts, Today in Wired Business, workers demand job security in the autonomous, electrified future of transport. Checking in on Wired Science, a medieval French skeleton is rewriting the history of syphilis. And on Wired Security, satellite images show the devastating cost of Sudan's aerial war. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com podcasts. Spoken Layer